against a good physical team like Navy, I, I felt like you know we challenged our team to be physical, and so I, I'm glad that it showed up. And you know, I think Navy will do some good things this year. But you know, our guys they played out of their minds tonight, and, and um, it was just a great sight to see for a head coach. Okay, we'll take questions from Jay Drew and Mitch Harper. Lonnie, just did you see this coming? This defensive performance that you would just totally stonewall those guys. Uh, did you kind of have an inkling that this would come? I knew we had some physical guys up front, and I knew that Coach Siaki was going to have this defense ready to play. You know, and and uh, and you look at the, the 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 guys that we have that that are ready to play. Um, it's a it's an experienced group and a lot of veterans. And so this wasn't like a, a new game for them. But a lot of guys that are, although the scheme was different and we had to do a, a few different things by defending the option, <laughs> we're going to rely on the fundamentals of the game to help us win. We're going to have to be physical up front. We're going to have to tackle well. We're going to have to um, block well on offense. And, and when it, I, I challenge our team to be great fundamental players tonight. And it worked out, you know, the all the camp, the guys are doing exactly what, our offense was doing this all camp long, and, and it made our defense better. And our defense was able to respond, and and that this is a good, great sight to see. One game, uh, got to build on it, get better from it. But I'm glad that we have a lot of guys, that even young young kids and newcomers come in and get some valuable reps. Can't hear you. Who's okay? He's asking. Um, he was well, asking uh, if this helped establish an identity for your program, Kalani. I'm. I. I don't know. I, I don't know if you can define everything from one game. I. I don't like to be defined by one game from the previous four four years as as a head coach, and so I. I just like to build on this, you know, and. I'm glad that we came out of this game mostly healthy. We have some guys that are nicked up a little bit, but um, these guys worked really hard. I'm just proud of them. I'm proud of the leaders on their team. I'm proud of, proud of Matt Bushman, things that he did as a leader for our team to get us to this point. Kyrus Tonga, all the seniors on our team. Um, and, and, you know, they, they responded well, man. I, I was really proud of them, but this is – <laughs> the players made it happen. I'm just proud of them. They they did exactly what I wanted them to do, and they're starting to own own the team and own the program, and I'm, I'm really proud of them. Okay, we'll take a question from Jared, Brandon, and Jake. Congratulations on the win, Kalani. In the first quarter, you got a couple touchdowns, and then there was that interception, and that was a moment in the game where, you know, maybe Navy gets some momentum. How big was it the way the defense stood tall in that moment shut them down, forced another punt, and just kind of kept the momentum on your side. Well, we talked about it specifically that, that um, we were going to be aggressive and try to get early lead on, on as a team. We, we, this was a team win. We, we, uh, we discussed the game plan with everyone, you know, and, and talked about all three phases, what we're going to try to get done. And, and we told uh, uh, the defense that, hey, we're going to try to do some things and, and, and be a little risky, and you're going to have to respond if there's a mistake. And they did, you know, and – uh, I think um, allowing the players to have uh, uh, feedback and a voice in the game plan pays off because they execute the way they did tonight. And the defense respond, response was awesome. 
Um, I was really pleased with the way they tackled all night. I mean, I, uh, Navy made, made, some, made some of us miss, but the way our guys ran to the ball, that, that, was, that was exactly what we needed. We needed that phenomenal effort from everyone. And offensively, the same thing, uh, special teams, we played great. And so great team win. Just, just uh, I didn't do anything. I was a head coach. I just sat there and took a couple timeouts and declined a penalty or, or accepted it. I don't know. Just like, just talk to the refs a little bit. And more than anything, I was just excited to just cheer the boys on. They had so much fun. And a lot of, I mean, the credit goes to the players and their leadership. And, and I'm just proud of them. <laughs> Kalani, as dominant as the offense was, the, uh, the defense was to send the tone. The offensive line seemed to really take the lead and procure 300 yards rushing. How good were they tonight? And did you see that performance coming from them? Well, they've been doing that all camp. And, 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 you know, we were a little concerned because when we started playing our live work, they took it to our defense. And, and, and um, that was a little shocking because usually the defense is further ahead in, in scrimmages early on in camp. And uh, the defense had to respond. They had to quickly get back on it and, and it, they, you had this great battle of physical football on both sides, um, with the line of scrimmage especially, and, and they're really close. Kyrus and, 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 and the boys with, with the, that old line, <laughs> it's a lot of heavy heavy bodies and a lot of big bodies in there. So it's a it's a clash every time, and, and I'm just I'm glad that that uh, they were able to make each other better, you know. And, and um, but you know, our, our D line, I was proud of the way they played, and, I, and, and I'm just gonna. Tell you, our coaches worked extremely hard. I was so so happy for them. And Coach Tuyaki and, and and Ed Lamb and the rest of the defensive staff did an amazing job. But so did so did uh, the special teams. So did so did Grimey and A Rod and the offensive coaches. That they, they they had a great game plan. And uh, let's keep this thing rolling. Let's 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 build off of this. We got some time now to get ready for Army. And I look forward to our offense and our defense and special teams performing like this in a consistent level. Kalani, I wanted to ask you, in terms of that three-man front you guys went with tonight, was that a specific thing you guys put in for defending the option, or is that going to be an option for you guys on, on the defense going forward as well? Well, you saw our our, um, our defensive um, depth chart. I think you guys are kind of scoffed at it a little bit because there's 15 guys on there. But we're going to utilize a bunch of different personnel sets, and, and uh, we'll have to come with some, things, some new things against Army as well because they've got the film now, you know, so – we're going to have to find some new ways and find different different ways and research it a little bit, the best way to defend them. They're a little bit different than, than, than Navy, but uh, has some, some similarities as well. But um, we can utilize so many different groups. And, and there we have safeties that can play backer, backers that can play DN, DNs that can play D-tackle, nose guards that Kyrus would like to play DN, but I think he's fine right where he's at. But, you know, we, we saw Caden Haas and, and – and, um, you know, a bunch of new guys to the position and some young freshmen, you know, Seleti Felaliaki did a great job. Gabe, Gabe Summers. I'm going to leave some guys out, but the, the starting Zach Dahl and, and Alden Tolf, all those guys did a great job. I, I just, man, they were so physical. That made, that made me so happy. I was just, and to see it on both sides of the line of scrimmage, uh, man, that, I can't wait to watch this film and I can't wait to build off of this. Hey, Coach, so what can you tell us about what you saw from the quarterback position? Walk us through what you saw from Seth Wilson and then your decision and as to when you wanted to bring in Romney and then Soljay and why Jaron wasn't available. Um, Jaron's not, not 100% yet. And so um, we're, we're, we had to still slow down. He wasn't dressed, you know, and um, we, we have, we, we have uh, Soljay that's there and, and we have a good number of quarterbacks, you know. Um, Jacob Conover's now with the group. And so um, 
you know, I thought Zach did, did a great job and I thought um, Baylor did a great job. You know, they're, they're, I have to look at it on film again, but I was, I was talking to the defense when the interception happened. So I didn't get to see it all, but from what I was told, um, Neil kind of slipped or, or fell on his route or something like that. And, and <laughs> yeah, tripped or something like that, but it's okay. We, we will have the, we'll have our, our defense have to respond and I'm just glad they made the tackle so we can get on the field and get a stop, you know, but these guys, uh, that was our game plan. We're going to try to do some things and throw the ball downfield a little bit. I think we started like that early and, um, you know, we'll, we'll have to devise a, a game plan for the team to execute uh, against army. But uh, I love the fact that the players are all on board with this game plan and they had a lot of feedback and a lot of say in it. And uh, we have a really good collaboration with our coaches and our players right now. And, the leaders, uh, you know, having this expectation of the young guys. I mean, that that was awesome. I just, I got to watch the film. I'm so excited to watch it. Okay, we'll take one more question from Jared. I can hang out with you guys all night, man. That was fun. <laughs> Kalani, I did want to ask about the atmosphere because, you know, it, it, you knew going in it was going to be somewhat different scrimmage, you know, at the empty stadium. But at the same time, it was playing football after all the uncertainty. So, you touched on it a little bit, but talk about your emotions and the experience just overall. You know, I, I think um, because there's no fans here, and, and normally when we're on even away games, we have a good presence of, of, of visitors. You know, when we're on visiting, we have players from, I mean, coach, uh, fans from all over the country show up. And so the fact that they weren't here, you know, what was really um, exciting is seeing the fans outside of the stadium as we drove in on our buses showing support even though they knew they couldn't come in there's a good number of them and i just want to let the, i want them to know how much we love and appreciate them doing that um means a lot to these players but we knew that we would have to have a lot of passion excitement but that's nothing that i try to generate that's that's something that these guys have they have this attitude i've mentioned to you guys that <laughs> their attitude of appreciation and just gratitude to be here you know we we they feel really fortunate to play this game and they, they showed it. They, they showed it that the, they missed the little things. And during this pandemic, there's always the, the few the little things, details that you miss. And I think they love being around each other and um, they value it now and, 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 and really want to sh- make sure that we show our best every time and, and, and honor the 60 minutes that we're given to play in this game. Hey, thanks, Coach. That'll be all. Appreciate you guys. Stay safe. Thank you. That's BYU head coach Kalani Sitake. We have a solid headset on Coach Kalani Sitake. Oh. I think he has put it on down outside the stadium. Hey, Coach. I'm tired, guys. And it really has nothing to do with this mask on my face. I'm just out of shape. <laughs> we will try and make this easy on you. But I know uh, talking about what you witnessed from your guys for 60 playing minutes out there tonight had to be uh, very pleasing to you and gives you energy. Man, I was so proud of these players and these coaches. And they uh, worked extremely hard. Um, you know, I, I thought for the most part, clean game, a couple of mistakes. There's a few mistakes out there, but uh, every game has mistakes. We talked about um, overcoming the mistakes with our effort and our uh, energy and uh, our toughness. And so hopefully we can keep that that kind of that mantra going out throughout the season. But um, got to build on this and just so, so, so happy for our players. Felt good to get out there and see them play football again and Ah, oh, man, I love it. I love it. It was, it was a fun game. You know, among the more common mistakes in an opener will, you know, will be penalties and turnovers. And tonight, one penalty for five yards, and the one turnover that you guys overcame by, by, by the defense doing its job and forcing a punt on the ensuing possession. 
Yeah, I was really proud of our defense and, and um, you know, the way they respond to that. I We mentioned it before, uh, just letting our players understand the whole team philosophy on what, how we're going to approach this game from all three phases. Um, and we, we knew that we were going to take some chances. We wanted to get an early lead. We were trying to find a way to to be aggressive, and uh, we warned the, the defense that, that was, if, if we did that, maybe we had to get on the field um, after turnover. But these guys respond the right way, and they understand what was going on, and, and uh, they you know urged our guys, our offense, to keep going. So they had each other's back, and we just got to keep we just got to keep this consistent play. And then, but this, I'm going to tell you one thing: that the, the, the having a bunch of veterans on the field paid off, and just having a bunch of guys that have played a lot of football. And there's some that haven't been able to play for a while because they had to deal with injuries. And, um, you know, some guys were on missions and stuff like that. But getting, just being able to see them on the field has been it was amazing. And then uh, I just wanted to be a great cheerleader, and I, I think I did okay at that. Hey, Kal- yes, uh, Kalani, you know that when Navy's offense is running well, they are a third and short team, right, on offense. Third and short is their wheelhouse. Tonight, do you know what their average third down distance to go was? No. 10.8 yards. Yeah, that, I think it doesn't matter what offense it is. I think you, you have a good chance of success if you do that. <laughs> and, of course, a lot of that is the fact that they found themselves in third and forevers. But getting Navy into third and forever is not easy. And there was Navy at third and 22, third and 22, third and 19, third and teens, 13, for example. So uh, you take Navy out of your game, you, you're going to give yourself a good shot to win the game. Yeah, and, you know, Coach Tuyaki did a great job getting this defense ready. Uh, Coach Lamb. Coach Hadley, Coach Guilford, those guys did an amazing job prepping this team um, for this type of offense. And and, and it's uh, a lot easier to have your guys play discipline when you have so many uh, different guys you can go to, you know. So uh, I felt like we we figured out a good scheme to go with and, and went with it. And, and our guys executed it perfectly. But um, the players were out there. They played great fundamental football, tackled well, were in the right spots, didn't give up a lot of big plays. I know we gave us a, a few big runs here and there, but – um, you know, for the most part, that was a missed assignment. So the guys were, for the most part, were assignment sound throughout the game. Coach, you mentioned preparation. We just heard some sound from Coach Niamatulolo where he talked about, you know, their decision-making process uh, did not put them in a position to have his boys um, adequately prepared for the challenge that BYU presented. And, they, and it showed as, you know, obviously we came – into their house and and uh, took them behind the woodshed. Can you speak a little bit to the decision making process, uh, or, or a little bit at how you were able to prepare this team f- to be this ready for contact, for tackling, for blocking, and uh, executing all of those things, but also maintaining what has been, by all reports, you know, very safe for the players, staff, and coaches. Well, we 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 still it was safe, um, but we tackled a week ago. We were live. We went live against our scouts. We tackled on, on defense. We cut, and that's what it takes. You're going to have to prepare the right way, and, and we knew going into it that there's going to be a risk, possible guys getting hurt, And uh, but I don't know any other way to prepare for these guys than to do it the right way and, and uh, to make it hard for us. So we, we practiced, and, and we you know we trained ugly. We, we, we made it hard, and our scouts knew who was blitzing at where, which spot, and we cut them, and, and, and uh, we played physical, and that was huge. Now, um, I, I don't want to keep doing that over and over again, but I, I don't know any other way to get ready for Army than to what we're, you know, we got some extra time, but we're going to go right back to what works, you know. And, and um, I think the the challenge for the defense also was that they, they got, you know, they got they got handed to them a little bit in the life situation against our, off, our, our, our offense. 
offensive line got after them, made them better. So these guys keep getting better, and, and um, they respond the next time we went live, and, and uh, they're making each other better. So just giving them those opportunities. The, the O-line, D-line, when it's just, even if it's a thud tempo or, or tag tempo, for the O-line, D-line, it's it's 100% physical. You know, it's, it's live. Might as well be live for them. Um, so uh, those guys are getting better, and their coaches, Coach Mateos and Coach Tuyaki, Coach Grimes, those guys have done an amazing job getting the front ready and staying physical, and we're going to have to lean on that physical part of the game to help us from here on out. That has to be a, a big strength for us. And uh, if, we can, if we can do that, we have a really good chance in having success. Coach Navy is, is uh, a possession time team when it's doing what it wants, and you were plus 15 minutes, plus, plus 14 and a half tonight in, in possession time, and they snapped only 47 plays. Yeah, and, uh, you know, that for some reason that 31-point lead in the halftime didn't feel good enough to me, you know, and I don't know why, but just like you're kind of, hey, guys, we've got to finish this off. And But the energy and the positivity was there. There were mistakes made, but... The guys believed in each other, man, and this is a team that was already intrinsic, intrinsically motivated from the very get-go. Um, during the pandemic, during the quarantine, we had guys that, that when, when others were getting out of shape, our players came into camp and we came into off-season conditioning in, in shape. We had a good number of players that did that, and so that's not anything to do with the head coach. That has stuff to do with them individually, motivating themselves to do, take advantage of the time to, to get themselves better, you know, and I got great young men that I get to coach. They're from one, just fantastic families, and uh, it's just an honor for me to be their coach. And I had a lot of fun tonight, and I, w- I want to keep this thing rolling. Coach, I had a text from a friend that said uh, he was asking me about crowd noise and this and that, but he specifically talked about how the mic we had down on the field was picking up so much of the uh, the player, your players, cheering on the 11 dudes on the field, that whether it was whooping or – you know, uh, slapping pads, things like that. Was that hey, you mentioned earlier? You know, the the leadership. What did the leaders have to like specifically say? Hey, guys, it's going to be an empty stadium. We got to bring our own energy. Or was everybody so excited to finally be out to make it to this point to be out playing football that that was just something that naturally came from them? It was a mixture of both, you know. And, and I think that uh, like the, a lot of these guys went up to to. Um, Wisconsin and beat that team, you know, so they're young, and so they understand that the sideline, when we get things popping, we, we're, we're excited, and we have a lot of passion on the sideline, and that this is what I need to do as a head coach, I need to, I need to show, that's my that's my game, I mean, I, I'm, I I think one thing I can do is help guys loosen up and have a great time, and I'm going to do that, you know, they, the players asked me to do that, and I want to do it, I, I, I told my wife, hey, apologize to the kids, I might do some embarrassing dancing and stuff, but that's what the guys want. They they want to feel loose and they want to be uh, have a good time. They're when it's all said and done, they're young kids and and they just love playing the game. But you know, I saw guys that didn't want want to waste one second on the clock and guys that were this kickoff team. How many kickoffs did we send into the into the end zone? And they ran full speed downfield. And um, what a great example they are to the rest of the team. But these young men, that's what they do. They work hard, you know. And and I get to be around. Such great hard workers that are intrinsically mo- motivated and love each other. And then the guys that you heard making all the noise were the guys that were probably didn't play much in the first half, but when they played in the second half, you had you heard the guys making noise on the sideline were the guys that were on the field uh, in the first half and help us get the lead. And so this team is feeding off each other. We just we found out that we're going to have to fly into Salt Lake City, you know, and bust down to Provo and 
Yeah, the guys are all cheering. They're excited. More time together. You know, yeah. we've already been quarantined. We might as well. <laughs> why not finish this off the right way and, and, and go make the trip last a little bit longer? Let's keep this party going. Hey, you know, we, I, I, I wanted to see what you had with this new punter, Ryan Rico. We finally did get to see him. He had one punt tonight, and it was a boomer, by the way. Yeah, and he's, you know, he, he's got such a strong leg. He, he's an amazing young man when you see the things he can do with, uh, in, with a punt. And, uh, you know, he kind of got cold there, but, uh, you know, we, 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 uh, keep him cold. Yeah. I, 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 I didn't realize that he didn't kick until he, when was that in the second half? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's, that'll be fine. You know, but I'd, <laughs> I'd rather punt than throw an interception. But I, I, I mean, he's a huge weapon for us, can flip the field. He did it on that one punt for yep. us. And I think they still have a little bit, they had a little bit of a return, but the guys ran downfield and, and we were able to flip the field. And, and I think we got to stop and got better fleet position because of his punt hey how how happy are you or proud of you the fact that um it seemed like the number two offensive line was opening up just as big a holes as the as the ones really proud of those guys and and, and you look at the number two there's, there's a lot of ballers on that on that front too. guys who started exactly yeah and and you know when we compete we gotta play the best guys but but it doesn't mean that those other guys won't have a role either and they were they were just excited to go and get in the game and 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 you know, towards the end, they really wanted to punch that one in, but I, I think that was, there was enough already. You know, and and, and they understood. But um, I just love the competitive attitude from these players, and 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 the line lead. The, they lead the whole group. They lead the team. You know, so we've got to lean on them. And there's so many guys that have played. I mean, we still have some guys that that, that are getting healthy that are going to be back. And um, that that's when I first got here. That's what we wanted to do. We want to establish a, a big front at O line and a big front on D line. And I think we're on our way. <laughs> Coach Gunnar Romney, uh, maybe not from the inside, but from the outside, there's been a lot of specu- not speculation, but desire from the fans. Like, who's going to be that go-to target for uh, the quarterbacks and, and Zach Wilson? And Gunnar uh, emerged with a big night tonight. Uh, going up in double coverage on that post and high pointing the ball uh, for a 45-yard gain was something that, you know, a 6'3", kind of lanky guy you expect him to do. But catching the screen and outrunning, you know, basically half the defense, making four guys miss on the way to the end zone surprised me a little bit. Were you surprised to see Gunnar emerge, or was that something you were expecting? No, we've been waiting for this, and, and, and I'm glad Gunnar's now the, running the show. Hard to do when you had a bunch of um, veterans from before. You know, we had Micah and, and Talon and Aleva, and, and now this is his group. It's his team. I mean, this is – I feel I feel like the, there's a lot they can do. I, he, I know he's really disappointed in that first throw that was downfield. He should have had that, and, and we – We've seen this kid make so many crazy throws. There's even one that he kind of tipped away, you know, that, that was a, a I, don't, I don't know, it was miscommunication between him and, um, and Zach. Yeah, Zach came back to the backside. He had kind of yeah. settled what looked like on a back shoulder or a comeback route, and it was headed straight for the DB's hands and jumped up and, yeah, played, D, played and DB you, on it. You know what's crazy is that we all expected him to catch it, not just bat <laughs> it away, and it was like, oh, okay, well, you know, we've seen him make those plays, but. His receiving core has been doing that all camp long, and and, and Gunner has now have the opportunity to shine. We got to get the ball in his hands more, and, and and you know tonight we didn't have to rely on the pass game too much. I think I think we felt really comfortable with the run game. Lopini and, and and Tyler did a great job, and and you know even Jackson came in, made some things happen. But the line did great, and what what people don't mention is that the receivers block downfield. That's what springs big plays and big touchdown runs. And so the fact that our receivers were able to do that and we have a good group of guys that can get downfield and block and stay on top of their guys, that's that's just that's just pure desire that doesn't there's no one that thanks them except for 
um, you know, me and Fessy when we're in the locker room mm. telling him great job. And that's, that's stuff that the little th- details in the game that will help you win. Well, finally, Kalani, this was an empty stands tonight, uh, yet there was a lot of energy generated because of the way you guys played. First of all, the thing was to get to this game. You got to it, and then you got through it with a resounding performance. And hopefully there's a lot more of these types of games to come, maybe with some fans in the stands at some point. But, uh, gosh, it just feels good to have one in the books in the way you played and to know that it can be done. We can play. You can play well and win and and, and hopefully get a bunch more headed your way. Exactly. And, you know, uh, Greg, I, you, you know me. We've, we've, we've been talking about BYU fans, how much we love them so much. And oh, just thank you to those fans that, that were there for the drive. Uh, meant a lot to the players. I know they didn't get to come into the stadium. We had fans outside the stadium on the drive here that were cheering for us, showing their signs. And I hope they know uh, that, that we appreciate them. And um, our players want to make sure that, that they know that we love them. And so just thank you to all the fans and, and keep uh, you know, we're going to try to do our best to entertain you, and we're, we're thankful for the support. Well, Kalani, safe travels to you and the guys, and I will see you back in town tomorrow night, Tuesday night, for your coach's show at BYU TV at 630. I'll talk to you then. Let's go, Cougs. Stay safe, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Kalani.